With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yay Networks. Love letters. Love letters to Callie. Well, that was Parker with the fresh haircut, Robert. His mom, Alicia Hanley, <laughs> sent in a video with that. So cute. Thank you for singing the love letters to Kelly this week, Parker. I'm Kelly Raspberry. This is my, uh, my what? My co-host? No. My letter reader? No, letter reader, my, producer, no co-host. The moral conscious? No, love not at all. To Kelly, Robert Ehrman. Actually, Robert, it's very exciting this week. Uh, we have decided to uh, have a special guest on the show. For we the are first not time. alone. Hi. Hi, that's JC. I'm actually Kelly's co-host on our, on the radio show. Yeah, the yeah. Credit Morning Show, where we've done where I've done love letters to Kelly for over 25 years now. Um, JC actually is not only on the Kid Craddock Morning Show. You've got a couple of podcasts that you do. I do. I have the Chatty Daddies mm-hmm. where we talk about parenting and what it's like to be dads, basically. And we don't know what we're talking about, but we still want to hear you're, ourselves talk. You're figuring it out as and, you go. And then I do a, a podcast called the Fittish Podcast, and that's a little more uh, rated R. You know what I'm saying? Rated R. Yeah, we got a little rated R. Dirty. I say bad words sometimes in there. I don't mean to. It's We don't up. say bad words here on the Love Letters to Kelly podcast. That's no. why I'm going to keep it clean like I do on the Chatty Dad. Although we Please did talk do. about sex toys last week. Did we? We did. Robert, I can't remember. There's so much <laughs> going on in my brain right now. This time of year, just I, I might as well just shut down for the rest of the 2020. I'm surprised how uh, normalized sex toys are nowadays. Like People are just talking it at lunch. I hear girls talking about it just at lunch. Just yeah. That was the problem. This, that topic came up uh, with some girl and her boyfriend and her boyfriend's coworker. Oh, and yeah. she didn't like that. Oh, yeah, no, that's yeah. You, to talk with your girlfriends about it, but not right. not not yeah. other people. We are very much in an oversharing time of life where everybody overshares. Yeah, there's no mystery left, and I don't know. I, in some ways, I think it's good. In some ways, not so much. Depends on what it is. Well, people write us about. and put all their business yeah, out which there. Which is fine. All their that's, business. What we do. that's what you want, right? My well, mother-in-law did this and so on. Right. Okay. But the reason we invited JC on is he has been very open um, on the Kid Craddock Morning Show about learning that you, the man that raised you, was not your biological father. Right. I'm a very broken human put together with duct tape. <laughs> <laughs> but you found out your dad wasn't your bio dad when you were, what, around 20-ish? I was 23 when I found out my dad that raised me wasn't my real dad. Right. And it wasn't a pretty scene. No, 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 no. It was, uh, I didn't respond as well as my mom probably thought I should have or would have. Mm-hmm. Um, I was hurt. I felt like I was lied to. Um, and in I a think, way, you were. You and know. I was. I was lied to. I, we went on a TV show where I, that was, I felt affirmation because Ianla from the OWN Network told me that I was lied to. And, yeah. and I had every single right to be upset by that. But you survived it. I did. And you still have a relationship with the man who raised you. You still consider him your dad, right? Yeah, I call him dad. My biological dad, I just call him by his name. And mm-hmm. he's totally cool with that. I told him, you, you missed out on the opportunity to gain that title. And, and he understands that. And But he's, I still consider him uh, a family member. And I, somebody, I, I look up to him in a way because he did turn his life. Or not, not that he was a drug addict or anything, but he was, 
He's a very successful man. He made man. something of himself. He made something of himself. and But he, most importantly, he did turn into a good father. Yeah. He does have other kids, and I see him with them, and I see the qualities that I wish I would have had with him, but he has it now with them. And you and you did have a good man that raised you. So it's yeah. not like you were raised by somebody who was abusive or anything like that. No. So you came from a loving, you had a loving father to grow up with, and now a bonus dad, I guess you could say, or yeah. at least a bonus relationship. Well, the reason we wanted to have JC on was a podcast or so ago. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. Cynthia wrote us a letter, and her parents had divorced when she was like four. Okay. She had no relationship with her father. Like, oh. he went back to Mexico. Shout out. I believe. She doesn't know exactly where he's at, but she heard that she might have siblings out there. So she just turned 30, and she was like, I kind of want to know if I have a half-brother or sister out there. Okay. And... Two things. Either he got it right and did right by his new family, or is there someone else out there that has an absent father too, and we can kind of bond and I can and help. connect and all that yeah. stuff. But her brother says bad idea. Her mom says bad idea. Why open up that can of worms? Yeah. And, you know, I can only give perspective as someone who's never lived through anything like that, but you have. So I thought you'd be a better person to give advice on this. So you probably will feel upset if that is the truth and you have a sister or a brother floating around out there. And if they don't know about you, you are going to rock their world. You're going you're gonna to rock their life. Um, if your dad is married and has a wife and, and is still with those kids... Their lives are going to be turned upside down, but you still have every, in my opinion, at least, uh, you have every right to be able to reach out to your father. He created you. He made that choice back then to make you. And whether he told his family now or not, that's not, that's not your, that's not your fault. That's not what you're supposed to do. I personally reached out. I, I maybe did it the wrong way. I don't know if I talked about this on the radio, but when uh, I was first reaching out to my biological dad, he didn't really want didn't really want much to do with me. I think he just still was trying to figure things out. Um, and he... He's probably nervous as to where where are you coming from. Yeah, you know, so... What so, do you want from me? Yeah. Because he'd already married at that point. He was married, he had kids, and then he had divorced and was now dating a different woman, and he was about to uh, uh, marry her. And uh, Did she know that he had a son he never talked about? She did not when I when I found him. See, and his world's about to be wrong. Uh, so, so she was very, his his new girlfriend, the, the woman she, he's married to now, Julie, she's very welcoming and she's the reason why we have a relationship. But prior to that happening, I was so upset that he basically gave me the Heisman and put his arm out there that uh, I reached out to his family. He had uh, sisters. I found them on, uh, I found them on Facebook and I reached out to them and I said, hey, uh, this might seem weird, but I'm your nephew and your your brother is my dad. And I just, I just, for anything, I just want to get to know my family because I, I grew up with nothing. I grew up with no family members and I, and I want to have a connection at least. They thought I was somebody trying to get money out of their family because mm-hmm. they're wealthy. They're, mm-hmm. they come from money. And so they, they basically ignored it and they went and told my grandparents and that's when everything just because then the grandparents came playing. Yeah. The, the, well, not at first. At first, they were like, oh, yeah, he's probably looking for money. And then they looked at my picture and they realized it was me. I was the little boy. And and you could tell by looking at my face that I'm related to them, you know. And so that's basically what helped push him. And then his wife, his his girlfriend at the time, is was the next step. She said, if you don't, if you don't go and develop some sort of relationship with this uh, man then I don't know if I could trust having a baby with you. Right, because you want your the man that's going to be the father of your children to be a good man. And a good man would not reject his child. Yeah. So and it, for whatever motivation he had, he still followed through. He did. 
and now it's it's all good, right? Yeah, and not a hundred percent good, but it's as good as you could hope. No, for. it's it's right. really good. We have a great relationship, and and maybe you'll be in the will. Um, maybe this will all work out in the end. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, probably not. Uh, yeah. But look, if you do have a brother or sister out there, I understand the curiosity. I'm not I'm not going to steer you away from that because honestly, there's no right or wrong answer. Uh, it could blow up. It could be awful. It could honestly be the worst thing that could ever happen to his family and to your brothers and sisters and to you. Well, Kelly's advice to her was to maybe reach out to a family member who might know the situation. Like, yeah. am I going to rock Get a the world or like what's going on? There might not even be a kid. So what's the point? Yeah. Yeah. If there's no siblings involved, because her mind is now playing out all these possible scenarios. First of all, don't do that. Don't don't play out possible scenarios. No. Just let it evolve as it's happening. Yeah. Um, I would do what Robert said. Definitely don't blindside him like I did, because that, that did create a little riff and it, it upset people. So if I could go back and do things differently, I would have done it that way. I would have reached out to somebody who maybe knew about it, like the grandparents, my grandparents, or I would have reached out to him again and kept trying. But. I'm not going to fault you for the curiosity, and I think you should go for it. I think you should get to know your siblings if you have them floating around there in the world, you know? And there's a, in the podcast family, Aurora reached out and said she was basically in the same position in every way. Yeah. Raised by a stepfather since she was 18 months old here in the States. Bio dad was in Mexico as well. She always grew up and just knew Mr. Bruce as her, you know. Dad. As her dad, and she ended up reaching out. It, long story short, it didn't work out as she had planned. Um, and she's perfectly fine with that. Because she did she her knows. best. No regrets at all. What do a she's lot of people want that. in relationships? You want closure, right? Yeah. And that's basically what yeah. you get out of this. You either get closure or you get a new relationship out of it. Mm-hmm. And you know, a lot of people ask me how I went about finding my family too. Those Ancestry and 23andMe kits are literally the key to how I found them. Um, Cynthia mentioned that she had taken the test here, yeah. but wasn't sure about how many people in Mexico do it because she didn't have any matches. So it's starting to get, I'm starting to get more notifications okay. from family in Mexico. Right now it's mostly because my mom was adopted out of the United States, so I get mostly Americans, but that helped me find her family as well. Because even though your parents might not be on there or your, your straight up siblings are not on there, you'll find third cousins and second cousins and then you can start doing your own little uh, mm-hmm. sleuthing sleuthing, yeah. and, you're, and, and do a little inspecting and, and be a private eye for yourself. And it's it was actually a lot of fun for me for a few months. I was you guys watched me yeah. do this. day and night. Up oh, late. man, I was up all night day. I would find new people. I would call them and try to get a new lead. They would close it off and be like, no, I don't know anything about this. It was so much fun. To where you when were it, disappointed when it ended. What, yes, honestly, I, I went through a little bit of a depression yeah. when it ended because I was like, this was so much adrenaline, so much fun discovering things here and there. But that's that was the key. It was taking those two kits. I think you should start a side hustle. JCPI. Yeah. I wanted to do a TV show and then some other dude started it. I'm like, man, yeah. everybody starts things Well, you like, can always do it and just put a different twist on it. Right? Yeah. Because I would love to. There's no new ideas. I would love to unite people with their family members. It, it, it was the best. Hugging my grandpa was the best feeling and hearing them say, I'm sorry. Aww. You know, the, the yeah. little validation that, okay, you guys do feel bad about this and you guys did think about me. That's all I wanted, you know? Yeah. So I, I, they feel like they could have made their son do, because he was a teen father. Sure, yeah. Could have made him do the right thing exactly. or whatever. And if we all could go back and switch things up in our lives, I'm sure we would. But, but you know what? It if is you what it could is. go back and do that, you wouldn't be where you are now. Exactly. Everything had to play out in your life the way it did for you to be where you are now. Mm-hmm. So would we really change history? No. I don't know. I think I it's know. it's... The way it's meant to be, you know. Yeah. This is the way it's meant to be. Well, hopefully Cynthia's listening and she got a little bit more validation for her feelings and what she wants to do. Yeah, we're supposed to check in with her in like another month or okay, so yeah. to see 
how much progress she's made. But stop getting in your head, Cynthia. Don't get in your head and start thinking of what if this happens. Just just let it evolve on its own. Let it happen as it happens. Now I guess we get to go back to the sex toy and laundry emails. Well, JC, there's no way you want to leave before we get to that. You want to stick around and be a guest advisor? I might be a little creep and just sit in the corner and listen to it. I, I, might, I might have to come to you if I get stuck. All right. Nobody knows more about sex toys than you. Dear Kelly, you are the love expert. I am. My hubby and I have been married for seven years and we have a wonderful four-year-old son. Over the last year, we've been trying to conceive another little one, but things haven't been going well. I've been going to doctor appointments and on different types of meds to make sure I'm not the problem, but he has since stopped trying himself. Sometimes doing laundries like going in for a root canal with no meds. And I think a part of him feels like he is the problem with conceiving, but he has no desire to find out himself. Regardless of that, he has no desire to do laundry and chops it up to being tired and stressed. I'm at a loss on what to do to put the desire and spark back into our laundry time, and even if it doesn't produce another child. Please help a fellow South Carolina girl, Mary. Hey, Mary. Shout out. Well, I went through this, you know, trying to conceive my child with my first husband, and it was really, really stressful. It puts so much strain on a marriage, and people don't talk about that enough. They really don't, because a man's ego is tied up in his in his penis. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> it, is, it is. It really is. It is. And they, it really is. Thank you for that validation, because Robert was going to leave me hanging, JC. Yeah. That's uh, why you're here. Hanging just a little to the left. Yeah, co- compliment that guy. You want to start doing know? a third podcast? You can join us. <laughs> so I think men don't, they, they would rather not know the truth that if, if it is them they don't want to know so they'd rather just we just need to keep having sex we just need uh, they don't want to know that maybe their sperm count is low it's there's a lot tied up in that and that's like a, a dig on their masculinity if they can't produce a child naturally and for women we just feel it's not it's it's not the same ego but it's just like we feel broken like we're broken and unworthy and it's just a weird bunch of emotions going on. And yeah, sex becomes a job. The romance is stripped away from it. And it becomes just like this battle. It's like, you know, the the woman, in, in my experience, well, we need to go through the medical profession. The man's like, we just need to have more sex. Well, it's not just about having sex. It's the timing of the sex and the the, the positioning and all this stuff. It's just a nightmare. So I would take all baby making talk off the table. Just take it off the table. Don't bring it back up. In fact, that's what I said to my then husband, because honestly, when we were uh, trying for uh, the baby with all these different IUIs and things, we had tried Mm -hmm. Clomid. It was making me a crazy wreck. I finally told him, I said, I would rather um, save our marriage than risk losing it because I want this baby so bad. And I had filed for divorce. I just let it kind of evaporate. I never followed through with it. And so after I took him, I took it off the table. I said, I just want, I just want to be married. I can, you know, let's save the marriage. And once I took that burden off of him and that pressure, he came to me a couple months later Yeah, and said, let's try one more time. Let's try one more time and go to this specialist that someone had recommended. And within uh, that was in uh, November, by December, I had the surgery. January, I had the in vitro fertilization, February, I was pregnant. Boom, boom, boom. Now, the marriage didn't work out. There was a lot of other issues, but the whole point of that is trying to make a baby when it gets so much, when it's all about making the baby, it takes all the romance out. Yeah. And it so, creates this unnecessary stress, too. And, right. and stress has a lot to do with it, too. If you're if you're too stressed out, it can, it can get in the way. It really can. And when you relax, and like I remember our, our former host, Kid Craddock, 
they had been in the process of trying to make a baby, trying to make a baby, couldn't do it, couldn't do it. And they said, let's just go to Hawaii. Screw it. We're not going to try anymore. Got pregnant in Hawaii. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's something to be said for that. But I would just tell your husband, heart to heart, you know, I, I, the marriage is more important to me than having another child. We've already been blessed with a child. Yes, I would love to have another one, but not at this expense. Take that pressure off and then just start loving on him. You know, invest in... Toys? Well, if you want, you know, JC, yeah, you could. But, you know, a little pretty, (laughs) you know, like I've always said, sometimes women need to take responsibility in the bedroom. I have been guilty of that where I expected the man just to always be the one to make the first move to always. And that's that's fine. when you're first dating and all that stuff. But there comes a time when a woman needs to initiate. And I think the man appreciates that. Yep. And does. And the woman takes on the foreplay. See, we do get a little PG-13 here, JC. And don't you appreciate that when Kinsey comes to you and says, hey, I got this, baby. You just lay back and enjoy it. When I've, I've gotten out of the shower before and I'll be putting my pajamas on or yeah. whatever, I walk out there and she's just ready. She's laying in the bed and she's ready and she looks at me and she goes, why are you putting pants on? See? I, I think I got myself pregnant, you know? It's yeah. Just, like, <laughs> when she does that stuff, it just, it does something to us mm-hmm. dudes. It makes us feel wanted. It just takes all the stress away. It's like, yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah go if, for your man. If you're in a good place in your marriage too. Yeah. I, we've heard letters from women who say, I got naked and sat on the table in front of my husband. And he said no. And he said no. Oh. And then you've got another issue That's there. on the dude right there. But, you know, at least try that. Take, take the baby making off the table and let's just... Let's just screw, yeah. you know, <laughs> and, and, but, you know, like I said, be a little bit more proactive in the bedroom, try it and, right. and see how that works. And he might come back around and, you know, after a while when those loving feelings are stirred again, maybe you'll have the same experience I did where he comes back to you and says, let's go, let's try, let's try one more time. Yeah. Just get tipsy one night, you know, just get a <laughs> bottle of wine, get tipsy and see what happens. You know, when yeah. you're ovulating, just don't let them know. Just, just go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Get one of those apps. I think JC and I solved that one. Robert, you were no help at all. At all. (laughs) (laughs) Love letters. Love letters to Callie. Do you really know what's in your multivitamin? You know what? I do. Because I take Ritual, the obsessively researched vitamin for women, and they are so transparent about what they put into each multivitamin. It's clean, vegan-friendly. It's made with the key nutrients that my body needs no shady extras. But let me tell you what Ritual has done. They've created a formula for men and also for teens. Mm -hmm. Not just a teenager, but for male teens and female teens, Robert. Yep. It's really great because there are, look, our kids, if you can get them to eat anything that's not fast food, that's a great day. So you know our kids are not getting all the essential nutrients they need when we're going through the drive-thru every day. With Ritual... It's got the 10 essential vitamins that teenage girls need, including iron. But for the young men, take out the iron. They don't need the iron like young girls do. And they make quality products that are quickly absorbed into the body. But it's a delayed release capsule that's designed to dissolve later in less sensitive areas of the stomach. That's why you can take Ritual on an empty stomach first thing in the morning. So before the kids are heading out the door, your husband, you... Take the ritual and you're good for the day. I love that it's subscription based, delivered right to your door every month with free shipping always. The cool thing about ritual, start, snooze, or cancel at any time. And if you don't love ritual within your first month, they'll refund your first order. But what's not to love? 
And instead of that awful fishy taste you get with omega-3s, it's got a little minty tab in there. So it's actually very refreshing. And you deserve to know what's in your multivitamin. That's why Ritual is offering our listeners 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash love letters to start your ritual today. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Dear Kelly, you are the love expert. I am. Hey, JC. What? You are the the love love expert, expert too. too. Oh. Thank you. Yes, I am. Uh huh. <laughs> I've been with my boyfriend, or pre-fiance as he calls me, for just over a year now. I have some medical issues and get prescribed medication every month that I have to take every day. Over the past probably six months, I've been short on my meds at the end of the month. I thought I was going crazy, like how could I have overtaken these pills when I know I didn't? Do I do it in my sleep or black out and forget? Well, this past month when I got my refill, the next day I looked at my bottle and noticed it was significantly lower than the evening before, so I counted them. 43 were missing. Oof. How could I have taken 43 pills and not died? Well, you didn't. They didn't just walk away. The only person I live with is my boyfriend, and the only person I saw was him. I confronted him, and he immediately denied and started crying, saying he didn't take them, but that he was so scared that I wouldn't believe him or ever trust him again and that he'd lose me. I'm non-confrontational. Should I wait until my next refill and count them every day, and if one goes missing, tell him I'm done for good, or just be done now? I love him so much and don't want to believe he would do this to me, but it's always in the back of my mind now. Please help me, or please help me help him. Thank you, Shane. And she joins us on the phone. Hey, Shane. Oh, man. Hi there. Hi, Shane. Well, hi. it looks like he's guilty. I mean, unless there is just... Well, let's, yeah. go, let's go down the road yeah. here. Let's go. Do you ever have any uh, any cleaning services come by and try to help you guys with the cleaning? No. Okay. Does he have buddies over that come over quite a bit and they're the annoying friend that's always partying? No. Okay, that's not good. No okay. one comes over. So... By looks de- like he's guilty, doesn't by it, By deducting <laughs> all that, uh, yeah, it looks like there's only you or him and obviously you're not doing it, so it's obviously him. Yeah, and you caught yeah. him and his immediate reaction... As most people would be, deny, yeah. um, embarrassment, so there's tears, you know, all yeah. that. But it looks like he probably is doing that. I think if I really love someone and I think that there obviously is, there's a problem, if he's sneaking medication, I would try to get him some medical help. It's just the fact you've got to get, get him to admit that it's him. So maybe if you come right. to him and say, you know, I, I want to believe you so much, but, you know, I've, I've run every possible scenario and the only one that makes sense is that you're taking these but i just want you to know this Mm -hmm. if this is true i love you i'm not leaving you but we need to fix this we need to fix this moving forward i would at least give him that chance to come clean to come clean and i wouldn't just turn and run but you know people they just their their self-preservation kicks in and they and they lie Mm-hmm. Especially when it comes to drugs and things like yeah. that. I, I agree 100% with what Kelly just said. Make sure you let him know it's going to be just you two fighting this right now. You know, because obviously guys guys hate being embarrassed. And he feels like his friends and family are going to find out about this and then they're going to shun him. Maybe you can reach right. out to a drug expert or a drug counselor and let them know that you're going through this and what are the proper steps to take because they're the ones that deal with this all the time. You're not. 
Uh, you could ask your primary care physician, yeah. too, whoever prescribes those to you. They might mm-hmm. be a good resource. But uh, how long ago did this happen? It happened about a month ago, and so I have gotten my refill since then, and I did go on Amazon and buy a lockbox. Mm. So I, and he knows that I have it, have my medication locked up. It's locked up all the time now, and it's because of him. Yeah. Well, that, how so, has that affected the relationship? Um, it's, it's kind of weird. He doesn't really talk about it. Um, I am always thinking about it. I can't get it off my mind. Um, and he's been asking me, what's wrong? Like, you just seem so different now. What's been going on? And I want to tell him, but you I need just, to. Yeah. yeah, you, you don't need hold to. It I didn't have anyone to talk to, so I didn't know really how to go about it because I can't tell my parents because then I don't want them to look at him bad. Yeah, or, please you know. don't. Please don't because your parents immediately will start telling you to leave him. You know how parent, moms mm-hmm. are, especially. Exactly. He's not aggressive towards you. He's not uh, showing any no. drug addict I mean, behavior he's towards perfect. you. perfect. Okay. He's perfect in every way. We've never gotten into a fight. This was our first even argument. Well, okay. maybe this nipped it in the bud. Maybe him getting caught with his hand in the cookie jar was enough to be like, oh, not doing that again. But you also took the necessary right. precautions to stop him. That doesn't mean he's not mm-hmm. still doing something on the side. We don't know about it. But if you don't talk to him, this wall this is getting you're adding a brick to that wall every day because your resentment's building yeah. up every time you go to that lockbox and have to unlock it. It reminds you, I can't trust the man that I'm living with, mm-hmm. that I have to lock up. And then exactly. it's just making the wall bigger and bigger. So you're going to have to bring it up, bring it up and just tell him, but not in a mean way. Just say, look, I just feel like my trust was really shaken. The fact that I have to lock up this stuff, it's just bothering me. And I'm afraid if we don't face this together and come to some resolution, it's going to destroy your relationship. And then right, maybe y'all right. can go somewhere together and, and, and talk to it. someone. I, and also, I, I would do it sooner than later because if he truly is a drug addict, uh, drug addicts don't stop just because you put a lockbox right. there. He's going to find it somewhere else. He's going to go out and try to find it somewhere else, and that's where it could start getting dangerous. And that's where you could start right. noticing that money could be missing from your guys' funds and all that. So it's better to take care of it now before he starts going down that road. You know. But not addressing yes. it is not the solution. Right, right, right. At all. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you all so much. And I, I will definitely be thinking it over today when I get home, what, what I'm going to say. And yeah. hopefully he doesn't get worked up and hopefully we can have just a normal conversation. Well, yeah, just, res- just assure him, like, I'm not Hold leaving him. you. I'm not because he's going to be, you know, I don't, this is not a breakup conversation. I'm not leaving you. And then try to move towards how do we fix this together? Because the trust has been broken. And how do you fix it? Right. It's a, it takes a lot of work. Let's save our relationship conversations, what yeah. you're having. Make it that way. Hold him. He's going to cry. He's going to try to lie again. But I guarantee you, once he fesses up, his shoulders are going to drop and all that weight's going to be lifted. Yes. Yes. I'm really hoping that he does fess up because that will help me just have some closure to move on from this and we can work on, you know, getting him help or, you know, just move on from this whole being stuck and not knowing and him just denying yep mm-hmm. there's plenty of people that have gotten out of addiction he can do it too you know yes definitely all right well good luck and thank you for writing and just let us know how that conversation goes we'd love to follow up with thank you. you all right yes thank you all so much i really appreciate it you're welcome nice to talk to you nice to talk to y'all have a good week you bye. too bye-bye man hearing people's problems and what they're dealing with makes yeah. you puts everything in perspective puts doesn't everything it? in perspective man. yeah poor girl And all you got to do is go to football practice tonight.
Yeah, well, I got to deal with a bunch of kids, bro. Those kids are <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're not annoying kids if you're listening to this, but you shouldn't be. Dear Kelly, you are the love expert. I am. I'm 25 years old, and I have never brought a man home to meet my family. I've dated here and there in the past. One man accidentally met my mom and stepdad, but nothing planned or formal. <laughs> accidentally. Well, they could have been somewhere. Yeah. Oh, okay, I got you. You know, you're down to Applebee's riding early, and they were, you know. <laughs> I'm now dating a wonderful man. It's been roughly two months with a small hiatus due to him catching COVID. We are dating exclusively now and both agree we see this as a long-term thing. So my question, with the holidays coming up and both of our birthdays being in December, at what point do I introduce him to my family and how do I do this? We've talked about it and are now on the same page for wanting things to happen eventually. So how soon is too soon, Carmen? It's been two months. Um, What'd she say? Yes, it's been two months. A small hiatus, though, in there. Yeah. With the COVID hiatus. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. what's that, two weeks? Well, yeah. so, I yeah. mean, people know when they know. I knew kind of quickly. I don't know. I'm not judging that part. I think what the, the, the problem is, is you're putting so much pressure yeah. on that first meeting that that's what's so ominous. It doesn't have to be that big of a deal. My um, current husband, Alan, he's just like... Hey, listen, Rimpai, I want you to meet my parents. It was like that simple and just easy. And I walked in the house and his mother was born in the Philippines. So she's a really tiny thing. And the first thing she did, because I'm five nine, she ran up to me and she jumped on the ottoman and stood up with her hands on her hips so she could be eye, eye, to, eye, to eye with me. Uh, and it was silly and it was lighthearted yeah. and it was just like, oh, OK. And we just kind of hung around and we didn't make this big, well, let's make dinner reservations. It's got to be at my dad's favorite restaurant. And we've got to do and you make make sure you bring flowers and blah, blah, blah. People make it this such a big deal. And if you haven't met anyone, why do you want to meet everybody? everybody. No, 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 you got to have an alliance. Mom there. and dad first. Totally. Just, you know, like, hey, um, talk to your parents and say, I'd really love for you to meet Bob, you know, and we're going to probably go out this weekend. Do you mind if I bring him by the house? And then just go by. Don't stay for You need an hours. out. You have to have dinner at 730, yes. so you stop by at 710. It's a quick high bye and then now you've broken the ice for that, which opens the door for him to be invited to whatever you're doing to celebrate the holidays. I know it's all looking different this year. People are celebrating in different ways. But if there is a way for you to, you know, to do a little birthday lunch or, or whatever, but get that initial meeting out of the way, not a big deal, almost like a throw off. A flyby, yeah, just a quickie. Yeah, it doesn't I- have to be, mom, this is my future husband and you've got to meet him and you've got to like him. And if you don't like, no. Ain't that big of a deal. Look, and sometimes you introduce people to your parents and it doesn't work out. And guess what? That's okay. It's okay. Yeah, it's fine. It doesn't mean that it doesn't damage anything in the future. It's that you met him. It doesn't work out. Bye. Next. Um, I didn't meet my ex-father-in-law until after I was married. What? I never met him until I went there to say, hi, we got it. We eloped. Wow! So Super the awkward. Channels of asking huh? you didn't say I no, want to I never, take care of your daughter. No. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do my that. My ex brother in law was hated me. I never met him until after either. Y'all took her off. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Never. No one ever said anything. I'll blame your ex because she should have brought you home. <laughs> yeah, that's why it didn't work. That's why it didn't work. Well, it started off on a bad foot. Yeah. Everybody's mad, yeah. but what's done is done. So what are you going to do? Punish yeah. them forever? And I've been with my wife for uh, eighteen years. Whew. And I think about that for a second. Y- yeah, I did. I had to think about that. I had to do the math. And I and I don't remember meeting her parents for the first time, but I'm pretty certain that it was me going to pick her up for a date. Yeah, I was going to say it was probably non-issue. Non that, yeah, that's how little of a thought I put into it. It was, mm-hmm. I, I'm here to pick up Kinsey, and she said, you want to come in? And I probably went in there and said, hi, my name's Jose, and all that's right, it. see you later. It's just got to be real simple. Take the pressure off. It ain't that big of a deal. And then, you know, it's just opening the door to future yeah. stuff. Yeah. Lovely.
letters. Love letters to Kelly. Well, JC, thank you so much for being a guest on Love Letters to Kelly. That was really fun. That was fun. I, I'm glad somebody slashed my tire. I don't know why it happened today when you guys were doing a podcast. That was fun. <laughs> well, uh, the tow truck will be here in a minute, just yeah. in time for us yes. to wrap up. Yeah. No, but I love having you know other people's perspectives. Robert's here to help me out from time to time, but you're welcome back anytime you feel like you just you know, got advice to give. <laughs> thank you, Kelly. You're I welcome. love talking, so that's fun. You're very welcome. And thank you also to little Parker. Uh, for singing the love letters to Kelly Jingle. His mom, Alicia Hanley, sent that in. Parker, we loved it. Five years old, did a good job. Yes. And if anybody else wants to sing the love letters to Kelly Jingle, or if you have a question for me, and maybe if you really love JC, address it to him and we'll invite him back. Uh, you can do that at loveletterstokelly.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.